Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by Strava Craft Coffee. Remember to use the promo code DNVR25 because when you do that, well, you get 25% off your entire purchase of that CBD-infused, deliciously rich, and potentially life-altering Strava Craft Coffee. I'm your host, Drew Creaseman. I'm the managing editor of DNVR Rockies. With me, as always, is beat writer Patrick Lyons. And on this episode, we've got some baseball to discuss. We've got some Rockies pitching to discuss, particularly when it comes to another great performance from Herman Marquez. He and John Gray doing what we had talked about before the season they were set up to do, moving their way up the ranks of all-time great Colorado Rockies pitching so we'll talk a bit about that preview a little bit of the rest of the homestand but Patrick first and foremost let there be sellout crowds at Coors Field once again someday soon in fact that day will be in this month the 28th of June uh, the Colorado Rockies will go back to full capacity and they're they're throwing basically a second opening day they are they're calling it opening day 2.0 on June 28th, that's a Monday, uh, against the Pittsburgh Pirates. So it, you should end up going away like you did on the real opening day with with a Rockies victory if things should uh, stand pat. Yeah, they're going to do the – I don't think they're going to have a flyover, but they are going to have, uh, you know, the fireworks with the, the national anthem. They're going to be giving away a commemorative T-shirt only for the first 15,000, though. Uh, and they even changed the game time to be a little bit earlier, maybe a little more fan-friendly. So that will be at 310. Uh, all the festivities will be going on in the field at about 2.30. It's it's almost like a celebration of, of normalcy getting back to that. So that'll be, you know, really exciting. And I'm, I'm sure they'll even have some good good ticket sales for you to go and and be a part of that, that welcoming back of, yeah, you know what, 100% capacity. Let's do it, America. Let's do it, Colorado. Let's do it, Rockies fans, on June 28th. Yeah, I uh, you, you got to hand it to them again. There's there's a lot of times you can and should criticize the organization. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how other orgs handle this. Uh, you know, as we do, as you put it, return to normalcy. Maybe this will just be the standard, and so it's like, hey, they don't get any extra points. But as far as I know, to this point, this is the first announcement of this type that I've heard. That hey, second opening day, and that's a pretty cool thing. I mean, there was what else was there really to do? It's like it's like they're we get they're trying to sell tickets and do the thing, but I think it's pretty cool that they've gone through some some lengths to make this a, a special thing for the fans and to not just to not just say, hey, we're letting more of you in, come on in, you know, to to make a thing of it, uh and to make it be like opening day, which we all know is is a whole lot of fun. So uh, it was something to do. Yeah, that'll be exciting. I mean, uh, yeah, last night, yeah. last night was kind of the the another start too, where capacity was increased. Granted, they didn't, right. you know, really get any more people than they they've been. It was around eighteen, little over eighteen thousand last night. But I think, you know, as again, depending on who you follow on Twitter, there there are people that are feeling more comfortable to come back to the ballpark. So sure, we're not talking sellout crowds or anything like that. And so that might be appealing to you if if you are still just reacclimating yourself to getting back there in society. Uh, it's still very comfortable. You know, it is an outdoor setting versus indoor at, at ball arena. Uh, people not as, as crazy though. Granted, you know, we, we did see, uh, there a little, uh, tussle and a little fisticuffs thrown uh, during that Padres series a couple weeks back. But other than that, it's pretty low key crowd. It's baseball. There's not a lot on the line. You're not going to rip your hair out. 
you're not going to be too overly stressed. Um, right. Like you might be on the couch, even just watching the Nuggets game. <laughs> that, that was that, that that game. That basketball game last night was absolutely insane. And 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 I gotta say, whew, NBA refs really do make. MLB umpires look like saints because <laughs> that was some garbage. But but you're right. Uh, I you know it's 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 all to be celebrated uh, except for the the fighting when that happens. We we don't like that. Come on, keep it together. Don't act like you haven't been outside in a year and a half. Oh, so so you know. But yeah, uh, it, it's going to be a lot of fun. I think we're all going to get excited for it. Very curious to see what the. Um, what the festivities really do look like. And, and if they do, you know, with everything else that we've seen with the, the fan apathy about this club and, and uh, they're not playing well. And so they, they don't have that, like even a hot start, they could pretend to the casuals to be like, Hey, everybody come down. And it's like, I don't think it's a for sure, you know, 50,000 people on June 28th to see the Rockies and pirates. Uh, you know, uh, it, it's going to be very interesting to see what the crowd is like on that day, if they throw this big party and then it's still half empty, not because people can't go, but because people don't want to go. Um, that'll be, that'll be really, really interesting. Let's just say that. Yeah. I had breakfast this morning with uh, a good friend of mine. Who's, you know, been a long time Rockies fan. He's even a season ticket holder and he's, it's like, yeah, I just really haven't cared too much. And I, and I think honestly, that's probably very common for, you know, a lot of typically hardcore fans, probably around the country. Again, if your team's doing really well, you'll figure out a way to, to care. But um, at a certain point, there's, it's almost a tipping point where you go, you know, even if the Rockies still had Nolan and we're just kind of scrapping along or we're around 500, people just really wouldn't be paying attention that much anyway. And you really wouldn't blame them. They're like, oh, are they around 500? Okay, cool. Yeah, let's give it some time. Um, so you certainly can't blame them. But uh, I had to give them the brief rundown. I said, eh, you might not be missing too much. Uh, you might just be missing the great experience at Coors Field. Uh, I know you and I, you know, know. Yeah, I've, and, I've, and, I've never been that way. I'll, I'll watch every Rockies game forever. I'm not, I've never been one of those people that's like, ah, well, they're eh, barely scraping along, so we'll, we'll see whatever. But like, I don't, I don't even. Uh, yeah, same. I mean, it's, it's, besides <laughs> it being my job, I'm a baseball fan. I love yeah, it. Yeah. But I understand how somebody else wouldn't. Because, oh, totally, totally. You know, again, as as we talked about with with Goody, you know, this is a, a season of opportunity so it it means more maybe for the players it means more right. for the hardcore guys you know hardcore fans to say all right hey here this is my guy like we did at the beginning of the season uh, uh yeah, draft you your do. dudes you, you know and, and it made it fun because at the end we're taking dudes that again if you were tuning into the dnvr rockies podcast for the first time you might not have even have heard of these guys and so for the an average fan or for a, a fan look that frankly has a lot of things going on in their world you're not this is an okay time to maybe step away from the game <laughs> this a little bit yeah. and yeah. and not go when there's there's large crowds and sure even if they're only bringing in 20,000 uh even if they maybe on on let's say the 4th of July or the weekend of the 4th of July when the Cardinals come to town that'll be a real big one you know they still they might be able to get 40,000 people and you go yeah, that's a lot of people um, and it's also a situation that some folks just still aren't comfortable with. So I, I, I understand all fans' perspectives yeah. on that. It's going to be, like I said, re really interesting to see, yeah, uh, which directions that those go. And it, it's going to be a bad look if they can't get very, very close to an actual traditional sellout. So 
Uh, all things will will be fascinating. We'll, we'll be glued to the, the Rockies and Pirates on June 28th, as, as the entire baseball world should be, of course. <laughs> as well, they should be. Uh, all right, let's get into it then uh, about today. But Well, by the way, actually, because you were just talking about this, this uh, I was just looking at this. A little pop quiz for you based on, you know, who's paying attention to the season so far and, and what you guess. And our dudes. There are three members of the Colorado Rockies currently who have an OPS plus above league average. So a hundred or better. Right. And they're all over. No one's right at hundred. There are three guys who are over that hundred mark. Can you name them? Uh, batting over a hundred OPS. Ryan McMahon would most likely Ryan have McMahon. to be the first one on that list. One of the three. Um, and are they, they're we're talking regulars, right? And I mean, anyone on the yeah. bench probably isn't over. <laughs> um, it, it's probably, I would probably say, Rymel Tapia, and uh, I would even throw Charlie Blackman on that list. No, no, I, I was a little bit surprised by it. So Daza and Story would be the other two that would be on the fringe. That Daza was the guy, life. yeah, that surprised me, and I think he's brought it up in the last couple of weeks too. But Daza is in third, just over it. I think one hundred two, one hundred three. CJ Crump was oh, the. Sure. The, the one that, and again, you, you kind of uh, remiss, but uh, yeah, those other guys tap was above. He's fallen below uh, Scott. I'm not quite sure where Connor Joe is at at this point because he's uh, not on the, the roster at this moment. He wasn't included in the names I was looking at with him being back in AAA for a bit. Uh, he he might've been close, but yeah, Blackman and story are sitting there in the mid nineties with Crone McMahon and Jonathan Daza, who did not have a guaranteed roster spot coming into spring training, uh, sitting there as the third best bat on the team. That's both bad for the offense, but also, yeah, just again. Good for him. Yeah, he, for him. he's he's going the Tapia route where you say, hey, I, I need to make this roster or there's going to be a problem. And there might not have been too much of a problem for him because, again, sometimes the change of scenery is, is good for some, some guys. And you go, all right, well, he's going to go to another organization maybe be a fifth outfielder, um, you know, if, if there's an opportunity for somebody to claim him and maybe push him through waivers where he's he's down in AAA kind of getting that time with another organization, you know, maybe he would have been fine. But he rose to the challenge, you know, and he he absolutely earned that spot. I think, you know, if Brendan Rodgers hadn't gotten hurt, I mean, maybe, you know, there there's a, a chance. He, he probably could have gotten that spot maybe over Sam Hilliard as strange as – that would have seemed strange in March – and then now you go, well, yeah, Daz is yes. here. Yeah. Hilliard is not. Right. Um, yeah. But, yeah, props to, to Daza playing well. Got three hits last night. This is his fourth three-hit game yeah. of the season. And so he's been a real bright spot. He was batting second uh, in the lineup uh, last night. So he's been at the top of the order doing those things. And, you know, again, you can take advantage of a guy with a swing like that. He's putting the ball in play. The big outfield, that Coors Field, why not? You know, yeah. and 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 something I don't want to get too much into, but uh, you know, one of the bigger topics around baseball is you know the massive amount of injuries that have been going on. And I, I think on June first, so yesterday it was like two hundred and forty-four guys, right? Were were currently on the IL, so about eight for each team. And the Rockies have fared somewhat well. Freeland and Rogers really being I said only they got their two guys. biggest ones back recently. So sure. they're active now. Yeah. And Chris Owens, you never really know what could have sure. been, but he Oberg, played great. Oberg has been a killer with the sure. being so bad, but you're right. He kind of almost gets 
not included in, in with the group because this is just this right. whole other thing. It's almost like when you talk about contractual obligations and stuff and you talk right. about Ian Desmond, you almost forget him being in the mix. Forget, right. Great point. Great point about, about Oberg. I think, you know, it, this goes back to, to something we've, we talked about during the off season when we talk about your guy, uh, Juan Pierre, is that so much I think in baseball has been made uh, about rate stats. Well, how hard can you hit the ball? Yeah. What's your OPS? What do you get on base? What are you slugging? Uh, your your launch angle, exit velocity, all of these things, yeah. barrels, and or percentage of barrels, how fast are you throwing, movement, all that stuff that at the end of the day, you go, yeah, but is this guy healthy or not? Like that is a skill. And Major League Baseball, it's it's their fault. It's the It's the owners. It's the GMs. They have valued the guy that, is putting up those numbers, those rate stats, right. and have said we want that guy because if we just got to get it, we just got to get him healthy. And as yeah. soon as he's healthy, we get that for a whole season. Oh hell yeah! And so players are going, all right, that's what you want. Then that's what we're going to give you. And yeah, I'm on the IL for a quarter of the season. Yeah, and that that doesn't that doesn't help a team out at all. So that kind of ability to just stay healthy, the, to do the thing that Ryan Altapia has been doing for so much of his career has totally been forgotten about and yeah. it's, it's totally been downplayed and it, and it shouldn't be. And I think we might see a correction at some point because guys are just getting injured far too frequently. Yeah. I, I think we're going to have to, this was, I'm, I'm glad you reminded me of this issue because I didn't know I'm going to talk about this today, but I used to do these comparisons on clutch with, Nolan Arenado and Troy Tulowitzki, but you can do the exact same thing. I was always 100% enamored with clutch and, and that's was my obsession. And that's right. what I was researching. That's what I was writing about. And I would do this stuff and people would go, yeah, Drew, fine. I, I see what you're saying that these numbers are great. I, I agree with you. Very cool. But I take Nolan over too low for one very, very simple reason. Nolan was always on the ball field and too low would miss a third to a half of the season almost every year because what you're saying is you look at the war per game um you look at the war per game uh numbers any of those rate stats that you were talking about all that stuff's going to favor Tula we'll tell you Troy Tulowitzki was the more valuable player pretty much every game he stepped on the field there's your asterisk <laughs> there's the problem like, wait, what, what problem what problem you're I, this sounds great so far yeah. let's get let's bring this guy out of retirement yeah what you're telling me makes me makes it sound like troy tulowitzki is the guy right except except right and it just yeah when you when you can't when you can't get there and so guys like you know juan pierre was one of those guys who actually one of the only people post Cal Ripken that made you pause for just a second and go, Oh man, look at a consecutive game streak going. I think he got to like over a thousand or something. I, I you know, it's not even like, <laughs> uh, but, but he, he did several years close to a decade where he played every single game and, you know, uh, Tapia hasn't reached the ability level to do that kind of thing yet, but but the health level has always been there. So yeah, Daza might be another one of those guys too that's you know been been really healthy throughout his career. I, I think you're right. We're going to see a return to those guys who can stay on the field and the consistency element of it to be able to provide me something every game, even if by rate it's not 
as quality. So that's a really interesting point. Yeah, we'll yeah. have to keep our eyes on that. It was, like it was about 821 consecutive games. 821. Uh, yeah. 2002 to 2007. Um, and so, you know, not too many guys have really even gotten to 1,000 consecutive games. And, again, that's that's not valued. I mean, I, I can't even think of 7,000 and it suddenly sounded like so many. So <laughs> well, 20 is... You just don't hear about that at all because you understand of the, the grind. And it's like it's still 162 games. So why – is it more of a grind? And you go, well, I, yes, we, we get it with, with specialization of relievers and guys throwing harder, et cetera, et cetera. But you're, you're still doing the same general things. And I, I think it's that, again, you you understand you you got to give these guys off days. And we're looking too much behind the scenes at things. It, let me take that back. It's not that we're looking behind the scenes too much. It's that those things are just being overvalued. Yeah. yeah. And we're, we've almost gotten to this extreme where, man, no, you gotta, you, you've got to be able to throw over a hundred miles an hour on every single pitch. And we're losing that effectiveness. It's like the goal is just to get guys out, isn't it? And well, yeah, you, it might be easier if you throw faster, but it's also very hard to get outs when you're on the injured list. Right. <laughs> and and we also we also have this slew of of these young guys who can throw really fast, don't really know where the ball's going. Guys are getting hit all over the place. Poor Kevin Pilar got smashed in the face. He's a right. warrior. He's he's now a somewhat of a of a cult hero now in, in New York all of a sudden. Uh, Mets fans loving him for That'll coming back. So it's it's face. yeah, it's definitely something that that has to get corrected a little bit. And, and, you know, maybe, maybe that's one of those market inefficiencies that the Rockies could eventually take advantage of and say, look, we're going to pay you for your ability to stay on the field and to stay healthy. And, and I, I think that's one reason why you and I know this, why after games, Charlie Blackman is one of the last people yeah. to leave the stadium. He's one of the, he's a guy who after we go around and, you know, 2019, the last time we were allowed in the clubhouse, again, they, this this was a team that was in it until until August, right? But but June, July, they were still scuffling, and there were still some of those big games. There's still a lot of big name players on the team. They would have a come from behind victory, whatever it was. Everyone was buzzing. There's about five or six different guys you got to get to, and oh yeah, Charlie Blackman still hasn't come back right. into the clubhouse after all of the post game interviews. All that stuff, all the time it takes to get from the press box down into the clubhouse because he's still doing his workout because he knows, hey, we've got another game tomorrow at 6.40 p.m. that I got to be ready for. Yeah. And so Charlie gets that. Charlie understands that Tapia's in that groove too. And so that, again, Moneyball is all about finding the market inefficiency. Right, right now that inefficiency is health. Yep, totally, totally agree. Talk about some things that are good for your health. First of all, checking out our friends at Chevalier Mortgage. We know it can be really stressful, and stress is bad for your health, trying to find the right mortgage, the right loans, all that nonsense. But it doesn't have to be. It does not have to be that way. Remember that Chevalier is literally French for protectors of the realm. They'll take care of you. They'll protect you and your realm. Uh, yeah, <laughs> whatever that means to you. This is not the a domain, mention. your castle. That's right. That is correct. Uh, and they will make sure that you know all the best rates, all the best market information that you need to know. 
and they're big, big sports fans, which is pretty cool, too. So they can talk to you about whatever's going on in the sporting world. Check them out today at dnvrmortgage.com. Enter to win a free DNVR shirt or hat of your choice. But when you do that, most importantly, you get set up with a free consultation to discuss all your options. That's right. A free consultation at dnvrmortgage.com. You can also call Virginia directly at 303-257-6578 or Mike at 970-412-2472. NMLS for Michael Chevalier, 193-1006 and Virginia Chevalier, NMLS number 191-0631. This is how you know that all of our sponsors are OGs because none of them have the new 970 area code. Right. No, 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 no. Goes all that. I heard there's going to be a new one. Uh, yeah, 970. That's the one. <laughs> that is the that is the new one. The, I mean, uh, I, I still have my jersey. Uh, extended. I'm seven three two. People are like, you mean seven two zero? Nah, seven three two. I got to keep it. Just <laughs> yeah, just in case my 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 best friend in in eighth grade, you know, needs to reach back out to me again and reconnect. I, right. I need to have the same cell phone number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's important. <laughs> These are the important things. Also important, making sure that you're drinking plenty of Breck Brew and Breck Seltzer. You're toasting to the Colorado Rockies that we're going to be talking about coming up next. We got uh, all kinds of delicious stuff. You can get the 15-can sampler of brews or Celsius at your local liquor store, King Supers, down at the DNVR bar, where you get a much bigger one if you are a member of the family. Do subscribe today at the DNVR.com. You get access to all the written content, plus discounts on hats and shirts and masks. You get to come and hang out with us in the Discord channel. We're talking all kinds of Baseball, football, basketball, hockey, movies, TV. Big chatter in the pro wrestling Discord channel. Today. Big news today. Goodness gracious. If, if you if you want more content, and even, even if you're not a subscriber, hit up Brandon Spano and let him know Just, you want some DNVR combat. We'll cover true. pro wrestling. We'll cover UFC, all the MMA business, whatever you want. Even the... Southern California Taekwondo tournament, whatever sure. you want to do. All of it. The All, All Valley tournament, we will cover that. Brandon used to be a big boxing guy, so lean heavily on that. Boxing. Yes, the, the the Paul brothers are doing good business for boxing everywhere, so <laughs> we, could, we could jump on that. So do subscribe again at the DNVR.com today. If you get the annual, we'll hook you up with a free shirt from the DNVR locker and a free stick from our friends at Holistic Wellness. Check them out today at H-O-L-I-S-T-I-K wellness.com for all your CBD needs. Use that promo code DNVR30 to get 30% off after you've got that free one from us. Again, just for signing up for becoming a member of the family. And I, I, I want to start a, a trend there next time you go to your local uh purveyor of adult beverages to go in and say hey can i get one of the breck brew uh tap packs and over time they will begin to realize you're talking about the 15 can sample oh, pack that's right the 15 crack open a tap pack is number 15 the oh, all time is he the all-time greatest number 15 i mean would you put him ahead of Jay Payton, yeah, of course. Uh, Tyler Matzik, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But how about Jeremy Guthrie? Yeah, still, still. <laughs> um, current hitting coach Jeff Salazar, yeah. The uh, the only the top three before Tapia. Tapia's number one. Come on. Um, you got Denny Nagel, 
Ben Petrick, and another catcher, Jeff Reed. That's it. Tap, tappy is now the greatest we number. Had a, a nice it's a tap pack. It's, tap, it's, it's tap. a tap pack. It's a tap pack. The Jeff Reed pack. <laughs> who, are, who are we trying to impress with that? What kind of hipster nonsense is that? No. <laughs> Got to know who Jeff Reed is to enjoy this beer. <laughs> enjoy a little Jeff Reed shout out. Speaking, by the way, of Colorado Rockies history and Colorado Rockies greats, there are a couple of current pitchers, Patrick, as we've talked about, in Herman Marquez and John Gray who are doing the thing this year. Neither of them has been, well, Gray has maybe been as consistent as he's ever been. Uh, Marquez has not yet been the dominant pitcher we know him to be, but he's really settled into being pretty good just about every time out with another seven-inning performance, one run given up last night. Uh, these guys keep climbing up the ranks on the all-time Colorado Rockies pitching charts. Um, it, yeah, you love to see it. You love to be able to witness history, like you said, for the for the people who aren't paying attention and who have very understandably checked out. What are you missing? Not much, but some of these these are the things you are missing. If you're not watching right now, when John Gray gets his career 700th strikeout, uh, I think he just passed Jeff Francis. Let's yeah, let's bring up the numbers again. But just in general, man, it's pretty cool to get to watch both of these guys cement themselves is really i think by the end of the year both of them top five just statistically speaking pitchers in colorado rockies history yeah marquez will need 33 more or i should say 33 to tie 34 to pass jeff francis and then they're both going to be in the top five and we previewed that this this offseason again it's right. another reason to make sure you're listening to dnvr rockies all year long we we talked about you know herman marquez possibly reaching the pinnacle and, and topping out past wow. Jorge De La Rosa and the all-time strikeout list. We previewed the exact same thing with John Gray. And you say, well, if he gets traded at the deadline, uh, maybe he only is able to get past Ubaldo Jimenez in, in for second place all-time. But all of these are, are definitely within reach. And uh, eventually we'll even get around to Kyle Freeland and pitcher wins getting past Pedro Estacio. But, yeah, Marquez, uh, the second this season to get over 700. Gray's now at 742, tied with Jeff Francis for fourth all-time. Uh, with seven strikeouts last night, Marquez now has 709 and uh, joins a select group of, of players to uh, get over that milestone. As we said, Jeff Francis, Pedro Estacio, Ubaldo Jimenez, and Jorge De La Rosa, head and shoulders above the rest of the group, a good – uh, 212 strikeout yeah. ahead of second place. Ubaldo Jimenez, not bad. Yeah, a little bit of that's longevity and and being Mr. Rocky. But as you just was back to what about, we just said. 